Daddy gang, I am so excited for today's guest. He is a Grammy-nominated musician, and he currently has a new album out. Offset is in the studio. Daddy gang, this episode is a chaotic but fun ride. We get to know Offset a little bit. We talk about his childhood, marriage with Cardi B, fatherhood, new music, and we answer, well, specifically he answers some of the most unhinged questions from you guys about sex, relationships, sucking dick, eating pussy, you name it. Offset is here to talk about it. So come hang out with me and Offset. Let's get into it. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. And it didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. One third offset. What's happening? My opinion. They are the best rap group of all time. The Migos out here. The Migos. I might give a little ultimatum. Migos member to make his solo debut. I'm full of this man. Just does not miss. Pretty announced on Twitter that she had secretly married Offset. I want to thank you, sis. You laid it right here in the front. You all support me. Cardi B is expecting her second child with Offset. There's a lot of drama. It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Offset, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Call Her Daddy. 
I am so happy you're here. We're talking about your fit. Tell me, I know you're very into fashion. Tell me how you decided to wear this today. So today, um, I want to do something fresh and new. So I went to Rick Owens, got these pants. Mm -hmm. I went to Chrome Heart and got this top. Mm -hmm. And I got these Balenciaga like slides, but how they, how they sit on the cuff look like a shoe. So I felt like it was a nice. Oh, those are slides. They look like big boots. Yeah. They look like they weigh a lot. No, they kind of light. They're not too heavy. Oh, okay. They're not too heavy. Do you ever utilize the pockets in those pants when you wear cargos? Nah. No. Just for show. Just for show. I like sometimes when they stick out, though, because it gives it a shape mm -hmm. of the pant, you know? You want your legs to look even thicker. Nah. <laughs> nah, I just want a little... Uh, <laughs> a little girth. Just a little girth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. I feel like sometimes men struggle with fashion because they're extremely insecure. They don't know how to like get out of the box. They don't know how to trust themselves. What do you see as the number one mistake that men make in fashion? Um, mannequin challenge. That's what I call it. So when you, <laughs> a lot of people that got money sometimes it's not so fashionable. They'll just go in the store and buy what's on the mannequin head to toe. Like a no go for me is like a tracksuit with the same print. Pants and pants and top zipped up, and then a lot of then other than that, everybody think that designer has to be the drip. Like if you have on a lot of designer, then you 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 are fashionable. No, I could go to thrift store and outdress somebody that got on some shit from designer. And also, you hit it on the point. A lot of men just be insecure when it comes to that. I agree. Whenever I see people in like the Gucci tracksuit, I'm like, it just gotta go. It's too much. A lot of G, a thousand G's everywhere. Yeah. And then I'm not big on print. Like I don't like mm -hmm. the out loud. Like, hey, I got on Gucci. I got on Hermes. I got on. I don't like that. I like nice and subtle. Subtle. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something that I really found unattractive for quite some time. That even if he was the hottest man on earth khakis khakis on men was kind of like an ick for me like i couldn't get past when men had like tight khakis slacks. on they call them slacks 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 but specifically the like light colored slack on a man um i'm <laughs> like it just did nothing like i just was like kind of disturbed by it and i, I maybe i went to a prep school so a lot of these kids are like in their slacks oh they used to wear the sperries with the slacks too <gasps> did you ever own sperries <laughs> wasn't my taste i did go american eagle and like abercrombie i did that I did that. Did back you do the, the double pop polo? Double pop <laughs> polo. I did that when it was in. When it was in, I did that. But <laughs> the Sperry's, the potato shoes, I couldn't do that. I used to call them potatoes, sweet potatoes. How do you feel about Uggs? Uggs are fire. Okay. You got to be a confident man to pull those off. Mm -hmm. I feel like you could pull them off. I pull them off. What is something that a woman could wear? Like for me, my ick is khakis with men. What's a, think something a woman could wear that you're like, I can't handle it, take it off? I don't like when you have the busted Air Force Ones. Mm. I think it's just shoestring tied up so tight that you, can, you just, they leave a little shoestring mark on your feet because they so tight. Those, I hate those and just be dirty, beat up and the outfit might be fire, but then you just got those on. It's like, come on, don't do that, please. Thank God I didn't wear mine today. Um, Anyways, <laughs> I want to know a little bit about your childhood. I know you said you grew up in Atlanta, but like, I, let's paint the picture of young Offset, okay? okay? Let's go back to elementary school. Okay. What are you like at recess? Like, what are you doing? Who are you hanging out with? Are you in the cool crowd? Are you a weirdo? What's at, going at, on? At recess, I um, I don't know if I was in the cool crowd, but I had my two little homeboys, Malik, and um, I forgot the other dude's name. Aww. And elementary school, I wasn't like that, that cool. Okay. 
people was roasting me. About what? Just like my clothes wasn't up to par. You know, my mama was struggling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She didn't have it and um, my clothes wasn't up to par. I just wasn't all the way there yet, you know? But by the time middle school hit, oh. I was that guy. <laughs> I'm playing sports. I'm playing football for the middle school. You know, when you when you when you when you growing up as a boy, you like it's like being tough is cool too. Mm-hmm. I started to get a little musty. I started to get a little, you know, what I'm saying I started to get a little toughness. Had a couple fights here and there. Oh, puberty um, hit. Puberty started hit. Started to get some muscles. Yeah, I started to get a little rough. Um, high school, I was that guy, Ooh. straightforward, and I won best dress my senior year, and I got on Gucci my senior year. How I got the Gucci, we talk about that another time. But, you know what I mean? I was always, I was fly though, like high school, fly. <laughs> um, I also love, like you said, like maybe elementary school wasn't your vibe, but like, it's really sad because there are some people that peak in high school. Facts. You, right? You, I swear you so right. And then you look at them now and it's like, oh, damn. Like, I know the girl that I was like so jealous of in high school, I'm like, she's not, She's not like it, she's not even in the conversation anymore. Don't even exist, right? You so right with that shit. A lot of people don't say that shit. That shit is so right. Like the super coolest dude, be like later on in life, be like, God damn, what happened to you? Thank God I didn't turn out like Tom. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking loser now. Yeah, like, he got the girls back then. He's got nobody None. now. Yeah, so we both didn't peak in high school, which is good. But you said you were popular in high school. You know how people have like the superlatives of like most likely to live in their mom's basement, most likely yeah. to become famous. If your peers had to like name you as something back then, what do you think they would have said about you? I think they'll see me in this space. Cause I always was like, in high school I had grills in. And like, I always was trying to like, I had a little fake jewelry on in high school and little chains and shit on. Like I was, I was preparing myself for the real. And like, I always cared about how I look. Mm-hmm. You know, in high school, like it'd be like, how you look is key. It's everything. It's everything. You could have the worst fucking personality, but as long as you're looking good, people in high school gravitate towards that. Exactly. Everyone's so fucking surface level and assholes. A lot of people thought I would be in trouble too, though, I must say. Okay. Because I had, a, you know, my, my, my high school growing up, and you go through that time of mm-hmm. ignorance and doing dumb shit, mm-hmm. and I was doing a lot of dumb shit in high school. Mm-hmm. A lot of dumb shit. Um, even got arrested in high school. It's just like doing a lot. So a lot of people, like my teachers... Uh, what's her name? I want to say her name. What's your name? Mrs. Mrs. Smith. No. Carnegie. Damn it. What's her Deborah. name? Deborah. Starts with an E. Pretend she's standing right here, right now. You told me. You know who you are. <laughs> you told me that I was heading to trouble and I headed to success. Isn't that so good? Look at God. Teachers that are assholes in that wild time, like, kind of like abusive like kind of abusive if you really think about it and kind of like tearing you down and preparing you to like yeah. like because you know at that age those words are like somebody feeding you that yeah it's like damn and they're the people that you're supposed to trust like exactly. they're the people that are like supposed to guide you towards success and one of them look at deborah looking at you they're being like you ain't shit but look at life look at life also it's fucked up because you know that woman probably doesn't remember that shit but you still remember, remember to this it, day to this day She's my counselor. I can't believe I came in with your name. So Let me know lucky. and we'll uh, somehow like dub it in at so some lucky. point. Okay, if you could, if people don't know you that well, like describe your personality now. My personality is very fun, but 
but I can also be very serious. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm very confident in who I am. Some people take it as cocky, but that's on you. I know I look good. I like to, I'm very creative and I love to learn about creative shit. Book shit is not my thing, but like creative shit. Like um, how to, I'm doing my own films right now and the ADs and what it takes to actually have a production company. I'm interested in learning so I know how to handle my business from later mm -hmm. on. And I think a lot of people with this album rollout was able to see that. Yep. Because I always kind of been like not talkative and like mm -hmm. too cool for school. And then on this shit, I was like, man, I'm about to have free spirit and show. Why? What yeah. changed? I went through a big death that happened, and I was down for such a long time, and it just made me want to real enjoy life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy life, enjoy my career instead of it being like a job or like, cause it had got to the point where it was feeling like a jobby, and then people always got something to say, and I'm like, man, fuck that. Mm -hmm. It's about me, my happiness, and giving my identity of who I am as my as a solo act offset. And it's like challenging myself to be more, do more entertaining shit instead of the old shit. Cause I, you know, when you get successful, you 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 start to doing the same patterns that got you successful, and then but after a while, it's like repetitive, and it's like, damn, what's new? No, I appreciate you sharing that because I think like sometimes the most fucked up shit in life is like if you lose someone close to you or you just go through anything traumatic, like it can reset the way that you look at things yes. and that is a blessing in itself because you have to find the positives and moments in life right. and so to be like you know what i'm gonna not take this shit for granted i'm gonna make sure i capitalize on all of this and like actually be present i think that's amazing thank you yeah of course okay so you kind of started to get famous you started migos around 17 right? um, yeah did you always know you wanted to be in music yeah so from like high from like Middle school. Were you rapping in middle school? Yeah. Not seriously, though. I wasn't taking it serious. Okay. But when I could, I would. And then by the time 10th grade happened, it started to feel like it was possible with yeah. the school and, like, the homies rocking with it and, like, giving a little support. Mm -hmm. If you look back, because I feel like everyone in their career kind of has that moment of, like, the oh, fuck, we made it moment with Migos. Like, what do you think that was for you guys? See, I so I was incarcerated when my song popped, and then Drake got on my song, got on our song, shot at my brother, and um, I was in a jail cell one day, right, and they doing count like at six in the morning. I'm up, and he's singing my song as he do count. So the whole time I'm in there, I'm not telling people what's going on because I really don't know what's really going on. I just know we was in like a motion, but I'm in jail. Like my mind's everywhere. I'm in a bad space, and the guard doing the count. And he's singing Versace, Versace, Versace. And I'm like, and I couldn't believe it. I walked up to the door and he like, move from the door so I can see who in the room. And then he, as he walked off, he's singing the song. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? No. And I'm like, as soon as we got out, I get on the phone, call it back home. I'm like, yo. Then they're like, yeah, Drake on it. And I'm like, what? So you like, didn't know that the song was big until when you were in? I was in jail. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't know. Like, you know, like. Your homie's like, yeah, it's on the radio, da, da, da. But I'm not knowing, like, I'm thinking it's like we, they got it played on the radio once or twice. Right. It's like a pity you know play. Like, yeah, fuck. like real quick or something. And, they, and then it's like, nah. Then, like, after I had to sit down for, like, four more months as that went on. And then it started being, like, guards are like, you could, you could talk on the phone. And you can, um, oh, shit. when the upstairs go in, you can stay out. And when the downstairs come down. And, like, I just started then, like, I had a visitation thing. Uh -huh. I'm married now, y'all, so it's not nothing crazy. 
This is before my wife. Yep. So on the visitation, they had like six. You could have six visits in one day, 30 minutes apiece. And I had like my mom on there. And I had like some, some girls I was dealing with. But they weren't coming. My mama was coming every week, but the girls weren't coming. Then, like, I didn't know how it was going on. <laughs> all Downstairs, of a sudden. All of a sudden. They they're like, coming. you got six visits. I'm like, I got six visits. I'm trying to think, like. Bro, they sitting in the lobby. It's like a screen, and it pops up the face, and it like put their name, and my name, and they're going up and coming down, saying something to each other, going up, back to back, and I'm like, oh shit, that's when I kind of was like, what the fuck, is, what the fuck going on? Did my mama like, son, got a lot of girls. This is a lot of girls. Like, they don't care. I'm like, mom, I don't know. I'll just put them on the list. I didn't know they pop it. They just pull it up. And it was like, oh shit, this shit is crazy. That was my first taste of like, taste of it. Dude, that is, I don't think I've, I never anticipated that to be like, oh, do you know when you got famous? And you're like, so I'm in my jail cell. Yes, worst time ever. Nobody's showing love but my mama. And then the guard is fucking singing Versace walking past, has that shit memorized. And you're like, wait, that. that I ain't even, t- I'm like, oh my God. I ain't want to be the lame dude like, yeah, I mean, and then people like, bro, you on some jail story shit. You lying. Damn. So I just wasn't saying nothing. And then that yeah. shit happened, bro. I was like, oh, shit. Whoa. How long were you in jail for? Eight months. And I signed in jail. You signed in jail? Yep. How did that affect your life, being in jail while all this was happening, when you look back? I was like feeling blessed that I got something to go home to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Damn, I got this to go home into instead of like the streets and like, you know, because I was old. I'm 17, 18 now. So it's like not living with mom dukes. I'm starting to see how life is in real life. The punishment's not the same. I've been, I sat in jail for eight months. So it's like, oh shit. I'm glad it happened that way though. I wouldn't take nothing back because I feel like it, because it, when I got out, I wasn't wild, wild west. Like, ah. Yeah. Because I had just been in trouble. I had to sit down. I had a lot of, my mama couldn't buy me out. It was a lot of things. I had to go through a program so I didn't have to go down the road and the program was just teaching me like to be um, more determined and more focused on whatever I want to do and stop playing around in life basically because there was a lot of young guys like me in the program mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, you get into any write up in here, anything, you get kicked out, got to do two years. And so I'm like, oh. And so it slowed me down before I was going too fast because I was wild. Yeah. I, I, had got wild. I had got to the point where I was young and just doing dumb shit. And then I feel like once you get on that path, it's hard to like stop and recenter. And it's kind of dope to hear that you're like, I, this was a perfect reason for me to be like, oh, I need to get my shit together. Like I do have something to actually look forward to and fuck my teacher because I'm not going to let that bitch be right. Exactly. (laughs) It all comes back to the teacher. (laughs) Um, what are you most proud of from your time in Nigos? I'm most proud of the time we spent together. Mm -hmm. That's brothers and what we have, what we did for the game, for hip hop, um, for music in general, how influential, to be a part of something so influential is the biggest blessing ever. Cause we do this to influence people and little old us coming from Gwinnett County all the way to this now. So it's like, that's what I cherish, the moments with the brothers. Obviously you're married now. Yeah. I love that you're like, I need to clarify guys, the women were coming in jail when I was not married. Like I know people yeah. are very hyper fixated on your relationship, but Super. before Cardi, talk to me about your relationships with women. Like what is the craziest, craziest thing an ex-girlfriend ever did to you? Like we like some crazy stories on here. Offset. Craziest, craziest. 
give it to us. Oh, I um, I don't want to name them though. No, 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 no. Yeah, cause it'd be too. Yeah, so I come home one time, and all my clothes is in the pool. Like crazy Giuseppe's. This one Giuseppe's is good. First off, I'm just now getting to the money. So my thousand dollars for the shoes is like a precious thousand. <laughs> precious thousand. You feel me? Like, whoo! I couldn't go out. It's, it's not a time. I couldn't go spend twenty thousand like it was cake water and would be like, oh, I'm good. No. So my sh- and I collect shoes mm-hmm. and shoes when they get wet. Some of them can't come back. They old like mm-hmm. old Jordans and like rare shoes mm-hmm. and all my whole closet like was in the water and I was gone for like three days on the road. Oh, so that shit was like molded. Molded, stank, mildewish. You couldn't even clean it. It was over with and it's like, yo, you gotta leave. Why did she do that? Speculations. Mm-hmm. Little cheating speculation offset? Little speculations. <laughs> we had, really she had did something, right? Uh-huh. And so I put on ice. Uh-huh. Then I met my wife. Uh-huh. If you get it? Mm-hmm. Then I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that resulted in the flooded. The flood. Wow. Yeah. What was your reaction when it all went down? Were you just, did you Come scream? Upstairs, looking at my, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is my clothes at? And then like how my bathroom was set, like when you walk out, it was a window, like a big ass window. You could see the pool. Uh-huh. And my shit just floating. <laughs> Some of the shit to the bottom, Titanic. Some of the shit just like shoes to the bottom. I run down because I'm not knowing how long it's been in the pool. And I'm, and I'm looking at it like, yo, it's green shit on it. It's like September too, so the pool ain't the cleanest. It ain't even summer. It's like September-ish. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes. That shit had me sick. I ain't going to lie. That shit had me sick. I had some Gucci jack. I had some shit. <gasps> But not a tracksuit. Not a tracksuit. Good, yeah. I never had those. Fuck. The top and bottom set. Yeah, no, no. I bet the Sperry's would have lasted pretty good. Potatoes? They, yeah, They'd have been soggy potatoes. Because <laughs> they got that, like, thick thing at the bottom that kind of keeps it guarded. And that little whip at the bottom, yeah, yeah. little thick little thing at the bottom, <laughs> at the back. Yeah. So you eventually married Cardi. What was your first impression of her? I had seen her on it online mm-hmm. first, right? Mm-hmm. And I just loved the way how raw she was and how confident she was. Like, she didn't give a fuck. Nobody thought what nobody think, nothing. And it's like, damn, that's fire. Like, funny, great personality from what I could see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, this is a funny girl. She's a cool girl. And then I shot my shot and I switched it. <laughs> how, did you, how did you go from being like, oh my God, I want to meet that girl going on a date. How did you know she was the one? First off, she's a family person, right? So I pay attention to, like, fuck the music and all that shit. That shit never matter. That's not what I look at. I look at, like, your home values because I'm from the South, so I'm raised by my mother and my grandmother. So I come from strong women. And I see how dedicated and determined she was to get to a certain place for her family. It never was about, like, oh, I want to buy me a da-da-da-da. It was like I gotta buy my mama a crib. I got my auntie's like her family big, and she and she's like damn near the man because it's like she's trying whatever. And then her struggle, she come from the bottom, uh, from stripping, and she still was helping. Like when I hear the story, she still was helping the family with that little money. And it's like her grind and her 
her focus. You can't tell her nothing. And it's the same way with me. Like, you can't tell me nothing. There's nothing you can tell me I can't do at all. I don't care what you think. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to show you I can do it. That, that determination. Yeah. Yeah, she's solid. Solid. What's your favorite thing to do together as a couple? Just being at the crib with the kids running wild. Because it's like we work so much, right? Yeah. And so, like, it'd be like the smallest things. People might think trips and da-da-da-da, but we do all that. Like, we travel on the regular just with our jobs. Yeah. Buying things for my girl. That's cool and shit. But, like, the quality time, because during that time, she might push me or I might be pushing her. Or, like, you know, you had those real conversations at the house. You know what I'm saying? About what your aspirations or what you want to do, what you see yourself doing the next five years. And we talk a lot about uh, business so we can set up the kids so they're not forced to be in this industry like we are. So you don't think you would want your kids to, like, be in this industry? If I mean, if they wanted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely not pushing it on them. Yeah. And I'm definitely not, like, because it's dangerous, man. It's like, this shit is crazy. I love that you're a family man. What is a dad quality you have that you think people would be surprised to know? I could braid my daughter's hair. Love. Also, mm-hmm. I can cook certain things. Oh. Okay, I can cook some chicken. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I can cook some mac and cheese. Oh, what kind? Huh? Huh? Mac and cheese. <laughs> Box. No, I could do it from like the noodles in the water and like drain the noodles and like clean the noodles and like I could do that. Okay. And make lasagna. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man, I could whip it up if I need to. Damn, if you need to. Do if you I do it often? To. Not so much, but mm-hmm. it's it's when when it's appropriate, I, I can do it. Mm-hmm. My mama taught me how to cook. Love it. It's great. It's a great quality to have. Obviously, you and Cardi went through things in your marriage, and I feel like people mm-hmm. online, as we know, are are they love to stick to a narrative. They love to be like once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, why do you think so many people are just stuck on that and like can't move on? Because I feel like people dive into negativity. Also. I feel like there'd be like a hate train of of people that don't like my wife, right? And she does everything else to the T, so that's the only thing you can attack. And it's like, we are humans, but I hate that shit because at the end of the day, it does affect home, and at the end of the day, like, we move past shit, get past shit, grow up. I was married very young. I was 26 years old getting married as a mega superstar. Number one album, number one record, fastest life ever. I made mistakes, right? But it's like, that's like me walking up to somebody. I just be wanting people to feel how they feel. Like, oh, you failed college. You didn't make it through college. You went to college and you didn't make it through and you work a bullshit job. People would never want to hear that shit every day. Like every day you wake up or every day you feel like, or something you got to say every couple weeks or something, it's like, oh yeah, you work at McDonald's. That shit is, that shit is fucked up. What I'm trying to say is I would never say that to anybody or do nobody like that, but that's how that shit feels. like punching somebody consistently, punching them, punching them, punching them, punching them, and like trying to bring a family down. I don't think people value or understand the value of family in this day and age because a lot of people don't, a lot of people not married. Like it used to be a lot of people don't talk to their parents. I talked to my mama and like, so it's like it's a family thing and it affects not just one person. Yeah. It affects the family, so. That shit be lame as hell. But we've gotten to a point where we were like, okay, bro, fuck y'all. I appreciate you saying that too because I feel like it's like so many people think they know the ins and outs of people's relationship. We don't know fucking shit. 
Like, we don't know anything about your guys' relationship. And so when things like that happen, it's like, how many fucking people have been cheated on? I have. Everyone probably watching this has. Like, that's just like, that is something that couples go through. And I feel like it just sucks that obviously that's one thing in the public eye where it's like, now everyone's going to have an opinion of like, oh, Cardi, leave him. Or, oh, you leave her. Like, it's like, uh, uh, shh. Mind your fucking business. Like, how's your relationship? That's what I'll be saying. The people who really be saying that shit be single as hell. And they're triggered by it. Or they get cheated on all the time and they're triggered because they're like, they have such a strong opinion, but it's like, mind your business. Live your life, man, and stay out of mind. How did you reestablish trust in your relationship? Um, First off, by like, respecting her position, right? Mm -hmm. We're both public figures. We're both in the eyes of people. Stop being selfish. You married this woman. Be dedicated to this woman. And also, like, just being more communicative about shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we just talk more. And, like, because, you know, it was just it, work was getting in the way sometimes. And it was like, <laughs> and it was, we would talk all the time. But, like, communication is key, man. If you don't like some shit, tell me. And if mm-hmm. I don't like some shit, I tell you. If I did disagree with some, you tell you disagree with some. Or I disagree. We we talk, and the communication is key. Not not communicating. Is fucks that, shit up. It fucks shit up, and it sounds so fucking simple. But it's simple. like right, and then all of a sudden, when you have a hiccup or something happens, you realize like, wait, we never even talk about this shit. Right. So like sometimes in moments where you're down, like it kind of helps you if you're gonna move forward, like rebuild something in a different way that actually will work for both of you. Of like we never fucking talk, or like we're eating dinners and we're not talking because we were too busy from our work, like finding moments. Right. To, like you just have to reset sometimes. I also like what you said because I think a lot of people, I've experienced it. If you stay in a relationship after that type of like infidelity, the person that cheated like has to give that person grace and time to heal and not be like, are you over it? Are you over it? Get right. over it. And I know it's annoying for the person that cheated because it's like, I can't do anything. I just promise you I'm never going to do it again. Like, I'm going to be a better person. But the person that got well, it cheated, take, it's it tough. Take, it take work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. What you did was selfish. So yeah. it's their turn to be selfish and like you need to comfort them. Because luckily, see, luckily I have a very loyal one. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I don't want to lose her for nothing. I love her to death. My kids, my son, my daughter, like, they, like, where they were, my daughter is, like, ah, like, by her dad. Like, and I don't want to ever take the, like, myself away from them from my dumbass decisions. That was another thing in my mind. Like, this shit is a domino effect. Because I got other kids with, um, I have other kids and I'm not with their mom, and it's like, that shit is hard. Like, they be, like, especially as they get older, they go to ask questions. Like, some of the hardest shit I went through was my kids asking me why, 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 and this, and why, 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 why. That shit hurts you. And that's, like, another type of hurt where it's like, oh, shit. Like, the kids saying that shit? So I I just wanted to be fair to everybody in the situation and not be like, yo, and not be selfish, bro. Because yeah. that's how that shit be. When you do that shit, that shit is selfish. Yeah, it's like once you have kids, you are like last priority. Like you got to be like making sure everyone else is good. And it's you have to be selfless, but it's also like... Do you have any kids? No. Why can't you? I just, I, no, stop. <laughs> I'm engaged and like I know I eventually want them. But like it's 
it's a lot of fucking work. Like you got to be ready to be like, and it's gonna pump your brakes. <laughs> All this shit right here is gonna pump it. You think? It's gonna pump it. Good to know. Thank you. Next. Um. Okay. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Prime Video. I am a certified rom-com addict. I love watching movies and shows that are funny and cute and romantic and make me want to cuddle up to Matt, okay? And Prime Video feeds that addiction. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Donald Glover, and Maya Erskine kind of love each other, kind of hate each other, and really love to rip each other's clothes off. Dare I say better than the original. My Lady Jane, a hilarious, heartwarming, and sometimes steamy historical reimagining of the story of Lady Jane Grey. You can watch both of these and a whole lot more on Prime Video. You can also indulge in even more rom-com classics by adding channels like Max, Stars, and Paramount Plus. Prime Video, find your favorite flirty rom-coms all in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details. This episode is brought to you by Curology. If you have particular skincare challenges, it can be really frustrating to waste time and money on products that just are absolutely not formulated for you. That is why I'm so excited to recommend Curology. I have personally struggled with acne my whole life. And I'll look at someone on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and be like, should I buy those products? No, I do not have the same skin as them. So I should not be treating it the same. Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. All you have to do is go online take a quick quiz, and you will be connected to a licensed dermatology provider that will create a custom formula based on your skincare needs. If you're ready to start your skincare journey and start seeing results, here is a special offer just for you. Visit Curology.com slash call her daddy for a special offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash call her daddy. Offer applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only, subscription required. This episode is brought to you by Azovaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what... Azo products are for. They have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria and for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues. Try Azo Dual Protection. Azo Care That Goes There. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST at azoproducts.com. That's A-Z-O products.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know real when you get it, right, Daddy Gang? It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. Offset. I call my audience the daddy gang, okay? They're so fucking loyal, but they need help and they need the male perspective. So I'm going to read you some questions they wrote into me and this All shit's right. fucking crazy, okay? okay? Very sexual and we need your advice as a man. Okay, cool. Okay. Offset help. I think my boyfriend's addicted to porn. I know we should never snoop, but I went through his browser history and the results were shocking. On days when we weren't together, he was spending five hours on Pornhub. I even noticed that on nights when we had sex, he would still end up on Pornhub for multiple hours. Should I bring this up? And if I do, what the fuck do I say? Okay, before you bring it up, right? Okay. Before you bring it up, you should try to change what you're doing to... to, to to accompany to do to, to see what he's doing right mm-hmm. when i say that i mean there's something on there that he might want you to do that you're not doing mm-hmm. so you got to pay attention <laughs> to your man and then men want sex ladies to get back at your man the not the no sex thing is not it putting you down i'm, I'm, I'm just let, i'm helping you out now these are key factors because this is what happens you get mad you turn the cheek, and then you turn over in the bed, and he's rock hard trying to get to his woman, and you're like, I'm mad at you about an argument. Blah, blah, blah. Wrong. <laughs> but back to the question. Right. You got to, you got to, because, because, mm-hmm. see, that's very, that's because you, you ramming through shit. You got to let it come across first. Like, you got to, you can't, he can't know that you're going through his shit. Mm-hmm. You're violating, first and foremost. So, you know, that's a violation. You're violating, because if he go through your phone, what will he see? <sighs> That's the question, right? So, if he's with you, because my key thing I heard was he with you and he still watches it. Mm-hmm. There's something intriguing on that thing, uh-huh. on that Pornhub that he's liking that maybe you should dive into. Right. Like, maybe he's watching all videos of, like, Blumpkins. Maybe he wants to get his fucking dick sucked while he's taking a shit. We don't know. You never know. But you'll find out if you really pay attention. Don't just see Pornhub. What's the search? Yeah, what's the search? What is he? What is, is it he? like dressing up and in then a certain it, then way? Then it's like you're still, don't look at it like too weird because at the end of the day when he not with you and doing it, that means he not doing it with somebody else or doing that to somebody else. So you got, you got you a good one, but you got to step it up in the bedroom, baby. <laughs> Do you Have you ever gone through a, um, a partner's phone? No. Wow, you're a strong you man. You know why? Because huh. my mama always told me, don't do it if you don't want to get your back broken, son. Damn. You go through that phone. Those those chains, that chain, that, 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 that going through somebody's personal shit has is ruined so many relationships. It's crazy. Have you had a lot of women go through your phone? Uh, of course. How do they get your password? <laughs> don't know to this day. They're putting the phone up while you're sleeping. They like open your eyes, do face app thing. Y'all just like, have y'all just is slick, man. Women are slick, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to know, you gonna know. But wow. as a man, especially as a man, I'm definitely not doing that. I just feel like it's like weird, like bro, what are you doing? Yeah, going I get through it. Your phone, mm-hmm. not it. If you got to go through the phone, that means you don't trust the person, anyways. Facts. Okay, next. 
I need some advice on how to come back from a horrible night of drunk texting the guy that I'm into. Let me set the stage. I've been talking to this guy for four months, putting in work, playing it slow and making great progress. But last night I fucked up real bad. I had six tequila shots too many and the texts just started flowing. This man woke up to 25 texts of me saying things like, I want you to tie me up, fuck me and come all over my face. I also even threw a nude in there that I apparently took in the bar bathroom. All he replied the next morning was LOL, whoa. How do I recover from this? 25 messages is crazy, baby. First and foremost, you might need to reconsider him because um, I ain't gonna lie. Me, like, like if y'all haven't had any type of intercourse, no sex or nothing, and you saying that type of shit, as a guy, we like that. First and foremost, we like that shit. Mm-hmm. So the laugh out loud, whoa, he might be one of those cool ass guys too that like don't like respond, but you're supposed to always make a woman feel kind of good when they do that type of shit because they're going out their way. And if she was, if you are drunk, damn, that was kind of crazy. You kind of went, you kind of went crazy. Tie me up, come all over the face. It's crazy. But uh, as a guy, he, he, he's supposed to say a little bit more than laugh out loud, whoa. Yeah, like, so. holy shit, you look insane. Like, fuck, let's do it. And then the next morning, let her not have that, like, hangover scaries and be like, how are you feeling this morning? Yeah, like, he should have just been like, yo, you had a long, like, what, what was going on last night? You was lit last night? But the, the laugh out loud, whoa, he might not be really, you might gotta, you might gotta choose somebody else. And then I feel like as the girl, too, you should never have to be going so hard. Yeah. Ever, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Also, like, how scary was the nude in the bathroom at the bar? Like, what were yeah, you? Yeah, like. She's, like, putting her pull, leg up on the How'd you pull that off? In the bar? Ain't nobody walking in on you? She's, she, she, damn. Six tequila shots? How do you feel about getting unsolicited nudes? Like, what would be your response to a girl sending you a nude? Non-married. Uh, not married. When you were single. I would compliment them, for sure. Mm-hmm. But like I said, uh, I, I'm going to like that type of shit. Open the phone. Oh. Some, some, we need that. Mm-hmm. We need that. Gets you going. Yeah. What would it take? What kind of nude would it take for you to just give it a thumbs up response? Like <laughs> the bar one. Because mm-hmm. I know the angle, the mirror too small and short. You really can't see what you want to see. It's cut <laughs> off. You're probably looking uncomfortable in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta think unless a bar a mirror is over the unless unless you're a pro, but where you gonna do the bar mirror is like a sink. Yeah. Half a little <laughs> ass mirror. Most women are short as hell. How you like you angling that phone like <laughs> Like what's up in the bar? You see like the nasty toilet paper on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> pissing shit. I know it's stinking there. It's the public bar bathroom. Niggas be drunk, pissing all on the toilet and shit. Yeah. She's but thinking. I would, I would, you would get, I would still give you like, like I would still, cause you're trying. Yeah, like she, you gotta appreciate the effort. Like you got a nude. Yeah, you got a nude. May not be a plus. Most, most the guys thirsty and asking. Baby, uh-huh. baby, send me, send me that ass real quick. Mm-hmm. See that little ass real quick, baby. Just slick, nice and cool. Long conversation. Been talking to him all day, and then get to the nighttime. She a little titty. <laughs> Before you were married, how many fucking nudes were you sent in your lifetime? Estimate. Estimate. You're going to be in trouble, man. Damn. 
100,000, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. 100,000 nudes? No People one. People don't be sending one now. No one's better than Cardi. No one. No one. No I one. fucking love your wife. No one. Like, you know when you walk in a room, you're like, ooh, like, do they like my wife more than me? Like, it's you best. got a good one. That's best. a good feeling, though. Great feeling. Like, at least you're I'm not walking in and people are like, God, oh, his fucking wife sucks. Everyone's, like, obsessed with your wife. Yeah. That's cool. And I'm cool with it because I'm secure. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I got the baddest shit in the room, baby. <sighs> <sighs> yes, she is. in the room. <laughs> okay, like next. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Be like that sometimes. That's all uh-huh. I'm going to say. I'm, it's nice it's chosen. nice yeah she chose you you're lucky you're i chose lucky. her yeah she's oh. lucky yeah true. we're lucky yeah you're lucky yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right my boyfriend is a huge believer in foreplay but he sucks at going down on me i don't want to make him feel bad or make him feel insecure but i just can't keep pretending it's good i've never had an orgasm from him eating me out what should i say you gotta. T- you're a woman, so you need to teach him how to do it. Mm-hmm. You need to teach him not to be so rough, because more than likely he's rough. See, because these guys are not. You know. See, you gotta know what you're doing when you're down mm-hmm. there. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? You gotta. You gotta kiss it. Mm-hmm. Be calm. Give it some a couple kisses, a couple smooches. Don't like die. <laughs> you're not eating a burger, my boy. I really want to tell him because you're disappointing us, my boy. You got us down points, my boy. I know you asked me the question, but your boyfriend is tripping. You gotta be nice and light on that thing. It's not to be, you're not beating it up. Mm-hmm. Nice nice and light. But you got to tell them, though, because you got to teach them. Yeah, like, even, like, would you be insecure if the girl was like, oh, my God, babe, like, I love when you eat me out. Like, I want you to, like, go a little slower and, like, focus on, like, the clit. Like, go like this. Like, that, like, no, being, because, like, lightly constructive instead of, like, you fucking suck at eating box. Like, meh. Yeah, you got to tell them the right way. Yeah. But see, me, I... I always say this, like, when you have sex with a woman, it's to please her mm-hmm. as a man. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of men don't understand, mm-hmm. and they get it wrong. Like, just because you can beat her down <laughs> and fuck her all hard and shit, that don't really... I always, like, like you need to make your partner come, my brother. That's the whole part of it. Like, it's not just about you, and I feel like a lot of us men just feel like it's about us, and we, like, want to stroke our ego, ego mm-hmm. so we, like, oh, in, in yeah. the pussy. And that's not really what women like, though. And it's a certain time, a certain place for it. Yeah, there's a certain time where it's hot, but it's also, it reminds me almost of like when men think fingering a woman is like the jackhammer. I'm like, I'm in pain. No, you can't do that. You gotta be, I see, see, but I'm gonna keep it real. Mm-hmm. I have to get taught the proper way to do it. You, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta be smooth down there, brother. Mm-hmm. Nice and cool and calm and collective. The slower, the better. It's not like a big, <laughs> like, no, bro. And you gotta focus on the clit. Uh huh. The clit is the key to the to the to the to the mansion. I think some men are too focused on being like, I've watched so much porn, like I want to get my girl to squirt, and they think that is like you have to do that, and it's like, I I'm in pain thinking about it. Yeah. Like you gotta please the woman, bro. It's not about you. A lot of men think it'd be about about them though. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta show her this is my first time fucking her. I gotta show her like I'm that man. And no one cares. Like, no, we don't bro, want that shit. You need to give her the experience where she's shaking, not because you beat her down. It's because you're like, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what a G spot is. You know what it is. Words of wisdom from Offset. Words of wisdom from, from your boy, yours truly, man, the comer. You make the ladies come, fellas. Listen, fellas, it's not about you, dog. You're going to get yours. Let her get hers first, though. Facts. Thank you. Generous. 
Yeah. You have a penis. Now we need this. We need you to think with your penis on this one, okay? My boyfriend hates when I give him head and says that what I'm doing just doesn't work for him. I have never gotten bad feedback, bad reviews, nothing from any of the guys I've ever been with. What should I be doing? No teeth. No matter how deep and how low you go. If you can't go too low, then don't go that low. Mm -hmm. Um, Sucking. Like, don't suck my head off, baby. Like, please, like. No, noise is a plus with the liquid, the, the spit and the noise, the, 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 the noise, pause, because I wasn't supposed to make that noise. Oh. Pause. But. But we needed, we needed that from you today. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, licking it up and down from the backside is a great key. Mm-hmm. Hands. Hands. We would rather the moisture come from the spit then you're like trying to smoke the wagon you're trying to smoke the wagon when i say that it's like you don't have a lot of spit on that thing you're gripping grip pliers and you pulling up and ah rug burn rug we not trying to go for that we need we need got got 3000 you know what the got got is yes it's when it's when your eyes tear up yeah when you don't when you on this thing you should have tears in those eyes baby you should be crying to the dick. Uh-huh. You got to cry to the dick, baby. Because that's what lets you know you're superb. It's all flowing. All flowing. The spit, the noise, the hands are twisting, but it's not rug burn. There's yes. moving. It's slip and slide. Yes. The action is going. If you want to suck it one time like, and make a noise, boom, do that. But like, don't chew my shit down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to feel no teeth. Uh-uh. Have you had your dick bitten before? Oh. Talk to me about it. Younger days, man. High school, man. <sighs> Chip that thing. You just be like, oh. <laughs> hey, listen. It's cool. We're going to get to the other shit. Let me just fuck get you. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just let me put it in. Because you... Are munching on my shit, and then I always, been, <laughs> I always been the type to tell you like, yo, vampire, chill. We don't need the bikes, man. Cause that shit, that shit, that shit, that shit turning off, man. I might not even want to fuck after that. Like, whoa, right. oh, too much of a hard one. Oh, the side hip twist. Yeah, baby, you got you you. We need to we need to recruit. We need to regroup and try this again another time. You know what's so funny of hearing you say that is the classic move of like let's just fuck. I remember in high school, college, all the time when guys couldn't eat me out. I'm like okay, like and you try to pull them up like okay, yeah, like wait, baby, yeah, let's yeah, just fuck. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't want to just fuck. We've been doing foreplay for like two fucking seconds, but you're literally like licking my belly button that's not my clit and so i'm like all right let me just pull you up bro because it's just not working that's when you actually should know that your shit is bad if someone's pulling you up like let's just fuck it's not because they're eager to fuck you want sex to be enjoyable and long so if someone's pulling you up your shit's whack it's just whack and you just gotta face the fact stop using your fucking teeth (laughs) stop munching on my shit this is not a grilled cheese you're like oh Get back. Oh, that oh. little jump. You're getting it done. You get that jump. Oh, oh. oh. Hey, 
Stop. That's what I really want to do. <laughs> Stop. I appreciate that. Okay, all the girls are now going to be like wearing like mouth guards and going in just like making sure no fucking teeth. Gums. <laughs> all gums, baby. Gums, baby. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Let's talk about your new album. Set it off. Congrats. Thank you. Talk to me about it. What's the vibe? Set it off, man. The um, vibe of the music is like very fun. A little serious here, there, but mm -hmm. I didn't want to. I feel like people was thinking I was gonna go so serious because of the choice of events that happened in my life recently. But I wanted to have fun, like I said, I wanted to be free. Set it off title is just like, set this bitch off. Like all the haters, all the whoever speculations is like, I'm gonna show you how good I am, who I am. Mm -hmm. And like, I wanted the people to dive more into me as a person, and like see my personality. That's why I did a lot of things I did throughout this rollout. And just let people know I'm cool, man. This album means a lot to me, man. I worked on this album for two and a half years. Mm. Went through legal and different problems, and um, I'm happy. Yeah. With my project, like usually I'm not really like I'm like uh, what people gonna I don't give a fuck what people think. I feel like my shit fire. If you had to pick, what's your favorite song on the album? I feel like every time I say that, like then everyone goes and listens to that one song. Like what's yours? Worth it. Worth it. It's number three. Me and Don Tolliver. Okay. And it's a female vibe. So, ladies. Oh, that's my some, audience. I'm on some player shit, baby. So, it's like, it's not no, it's not a trap, turnt record. It's a vibe. Like, as soon as you turn it on, you're going to fuck with it. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you. Was listening to the one with Travis. Dope. I saw the music video. Really dope. Where, was that in Thailand? Yeah. Freaky is really good, too. Jealousy, also. Freaky is fire. I mean, anything with your wife is also dope. Fire. Is that cool to work together on shit? Yeah, hell yeah, because we always do having fun when we do our shit. It don't never be like no serious ass. Yeah. Like, it's always like we trying to be lit. We lit in the studio. Yeah. Had a couple of drinks. Let's go in. That's fun. That's really fun. Obviously, this is your second solo album. Yeah. What has been the most rewarding thing of like crafting your own image and, and going My own solo? creation. My own creative. creative. Mm -hmm. My own creative vision being actually taken serious i have my own team like everybody on my team understands the language i speak and it's like um my control of everything i get to control everything so i don't want to be a control freak but i get to control everything like i feel like some people don't just be getting it or or, or, or scared to take their extra mile or won't get out of the box like they're uncomfortable with that but me I want to challenge myself, watch a lot of film. I've been shooting my own, um, all my music videos have been shot by me and directed by me and like even the staff hired by me, everything. So being able to do that, cause I'm passionate about that shit. That's so dope that you're that hands on. Cause I feel like you can kind of tell with creators like who's on their shit and who just like showed up, did their lines yeah. and got the fuck out. I feel like you can feel that from this album. Last question, people that are watching today yeah, I feel like we haven't seen that much of your personality before this. And I think it's dope that you're like starting to like open up more. But if people are becoming a fan today, what do you want them to take away from this interview? That first and foremost, you know me like I don't be doing interviews, right? Mm -hmm. Secondly, it's like I'm giving you an open jar of me. So accept mm -hmm. it like this ain't no like trying to be cool. I'm not telling her to edit shit out. I'm not telling her, I'm just being raw right now. I'm not telling her like, don't talk about this, don't do this. Yeah. I'm like, I want you to know as much as possible so you could dive more into me as a person, away from the music too. Like, 
because it's not just about the music it's about the all around i would like you to be like damn he's just a cool person like that makes me that makes me feel good yeah. because uh i shadowed myself so long with like not really talking and like that's boring as fuck you know what i'm saying and i don't want i want people to think i'm boring i'm actually fun as fuck and like i respect you thank you and what you do thank you and the lights you bring because you got the ladies and y'all what matters this is what people don't understand that the women running this shit that's why you think why do you think women running music you think it's a coincidence mm -hmm. it's because women support more facts. than men do facts. facts facts women support and like they believe in you they'll go all the way even with hiccups yeah and I fuck with that. Offset, you are you. always welcome back here because I appreciate everything you said. And you are really fucking cool. Like, you're a fun hang. I'm excited that I like, got to get to know you better today because, like, I didn't know what to expect. Right. Obviously, when you sit down, like, like, I don't, you know, I see you online. I'm like, I don't know. You're dope. You're really cool and you're Thank a good you. hang. And you're funny. You're good, too, man. You don't make your shit feel like no fucking questionnaire shit. Your shit feel like we just having a good conversation. Yeah, this and it's fun. like And it's like a vibe. The setting of the room means a lot. It's not just in a fucking white fucking wall. Like right. this shit's player. You got you got some taste with this furniture too. I like what you. I like how you did this. I, you I, like I, it? I fuck with the decor. That's the type of shit. I like the details and shit. It's kind of cute. Good, you got some good books up here. Uh huh. You got Pussypedia behind you. Oh, Pussypedia. Mm -hmm. Can I get some merch? Oh, I got some merch for you. Yeah. I get you some of my merch. I, oh yeah, I have my merch out, ladies. Oh. Oh. It's do it denim tears. It's with the album. You can oh. get it on OffsetTears.com. He's plugging. That. He's plugging. That. Make sure y'all go get this Set It Off album Friday the 13th. Ladies, I need your support. I love you guys. Without you guys, we are nothing. I'm going to be the one to say it. And I don't got no pride and I don't give a fuck. We down here. Y'all up here. Bring us up there with y'all, ladies. I love y'all. I put three females on my album, which is Chloe Bailey, Lotto, and my wife. So I have like five female joints on there because i didn't want to leave you out i feel like a lot of times we leave you out mm -hmm. thank you for thinking and then we're wondering us. why you're not i want you to be able to be in, your, be in your mirror doing your makeup and then put your hand down and move your hand and you look beautiful with my song in the background i love that i love that I, <laughs> ladies you want to dance do it get to it baby your nails get done you want to flip the camera on you bang show them people them them fire nails you just got with that offset set it off in the background i love that and I will see it because I'm I'm on my TikTok. I'm on my Instagram. I will see it and like it. That is not somebody working my shit. I like to be hands on. Love y'all. I love Look at you knowing TikTok being like, let me tell you guys how to make your videos. Offset, thank you so much for coming on. This was so fucking dope. This thank was really you. fun. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, that was That was fire. Let's get it. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am 
too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. <laughs> 